That's uh, Dwayne Eddy, uh, Because They're Young, from the 1960s. And as I said before, that was the sig tune that I used when I was doing discos all around tennis clubs and cricket clubs and football clubs in this fine city of Dublin. So you're back for another meandering journey. Where will it take us? I'm not even sure myself. So enjoy. Great band, Horselips and Barry Devlin and all the boys that I know well. They're great. Barry uh, directs movies, writes scripts, makes commercials, uh, and he's a very, a very funny rock cantor. And uh, that was the rarely hit Derek Doon. Recently, this next gentleman, uh, as he was a Pulse to I, and uh, he, his name is Little Richard, and he was the father of rock and roll. He's quoted as saying, Elvis may have been the king, but I was the queen. So he was a gay, um, religious, raucous rock and roller. So, I mean, he was would have been a, uh, 
influenced the Beatles, toured with them, Rolling Stones toured with them, and the Beatles, woo! That was taken from uh, Little Richard. Uh, and um, he, he was con conflicted because he was a very religious man and was raised in the uh, Seventh-day Adventist churches and would have sung in the choirs. Um, he also uh, enjoyed cocaine and uh, alcohol and uh, he enjoyed being a rock star. So he went back and forward between leaving rock and roll and he would then go into a ministry. He sold Bibles for a while. and uh, But he always was taken back to, he loved the lure of the stage. And I saw him once, he, he was quite old then, but he, an incredible, incredible live performer. And uh, um, he, as I say, passed away. And a lot of people call me the architect of rock and roll, he said. I can't call myself that, but I believe it's true. Little Richard. Richard, the architect of rock and roll, Elvis may be the king, but I'm the queen. He was a fantastic uh, performer, electrifying. But he has, as I said before, he had the other side to him and cocaine and uh, alcohol wore him out. And uh, he went back to, to Jesus. Van Morrison is probably regarded alongside of you too as one of the greatest uh, composers and entertainers and pop artists to come out of Ireland and to come out of uh, Belfast 
Anyway, there's a side of van that I like uh, just a couple of years ago, maybe. Uh, uh, he had a country album called Pay the Devil. And uh, here's a track. Things have gone to pieces. I think he's got his tongue firmly in his cheek. Well, faucet started dripping in the kitchen. Last night a picture fell down from the wall And today the boss said, sorry son, I can't use you anymore And tonight the light bulb went out down the hall Oh, things have gone to pieces since you left me Nothing turns out half right now it seems But three nickels and a dime And I'm holding two pieces of my dreams Somebody threw a baseball through my window The arm fell off my favorite chair today. Oh, the man he came today. Say, hold all my things away. If I didn't yell my payments made by ten. Since you left me Now nothing Turns out half right Now it seems There ain't nothing In my pocket But three nickels And a dime And I'm holding to the pieces of my dreams. Our health service is here for you this winter, and we're taking every step to protect you from COVID-19. Our services are open and working, from routine appointments to urgent care. Remember to check your prescriptions and keep a list of your medicines handy. And look out for your Keeping Well This Winter booklet in the post. Visit hse.ie or call HSE Live on 1850 24 1850 for more information. From the HSE. Your free travel card can be used on all Expressway coach services. Despite restrictions, we're staying on the road. Whether you need to attend a medical appointment 
or for any other essential journey, remember to travel with Expressway. Expressway. Keeping Ireland connected. Here's your chance to win a top-of-the-range smartphone, a Doro 8050, designed specifically for seniors. Doro are market leaders in creating phones with clearer sound and larger text, one that's protected if it falls or can alert others if you do, and makes staying in touch with family and friends simple and enjoyable. Doro helped to make ageing an independent, secure and rich part of life. As you know, age is just a number. All you need to do to win a Doro smartphone is go to the website seniortimes.ie and follow the instructions. The lucky winner will be announced on the Senior Times Facebook page. Doro Phones, making technology easy for all. Say hello to our Premium Plus e-paper bundle. The interactive replica edition of the Irish Independent, Sunday Independent and The Hurl. Every paper, every day, delivered to your tablet, phone or desktop for less than €3.50 per week. Subscribe at independent.ie. Up close and independent. Give us some of that rock and roll music. Just let me hear some of that rock and roll music. Against modern jazz Unless they try to play it too darn fast And change the beauty of the melody Until it sounds just like a symphony That's why I go for that rock and roll music My loved one over across the tracks So she could hear my man a wailing sax I must admit they have a rockin' band Man, they was blowing like a hurricane That's why I go for that rockin' gave a jubilee I tell you folks they had a jamboree and drinking beer from a wooden cup the folks are dancing got all shook up they started playing that rock and roll music So that was rock and roll music, and now going back in time. I'm back in 1953, down in our cottage in the O'Toole's farm in County Wexford in a place called Ballangale, about three miles from Ferns. And believe it or not, uh, when we first moved there, we didn't have electricity, so we... uh, 
At night time, we lit the oil lamps. Uh, when they ran on paraffin, and my mum had to trim the wick, and we cleaned the globes with newspaper. And it felt uh, mysterious and, and magical even then. I don't know if I knew the expression romantic, but it, it certainly felt mysterious. Anyway, eventually the electric came along, the electricity, and uh, there was great excitement. But we were warned not to look at the naked bulbs, that they could actually blind you. And my father would go around after us in the house, uh, turning off the lights. Turn off that light! Turn off that light! And terrified of how much the electricity would cost. And O'Toole's and the farm had a particularly bright light that was a 100 watt and we were very, very uh, severely warned not to look into that. But around about that time, coincidentally, there was a hit, a big hit, by a family group called The Browns. He made the night a little brighter Wherever he would go The As he came toddling down the street His smile had a lonely heart, you see If there were sweethearts in the park He'd pass a lamp and leave it dark Remembering the days that used to be For he recalls when dreams were new He loved someone who loved him too Who walks with him alone in memory he made the night a little brighter Wherever he would go The old lamp Of long, long ago Now if you look up in the sky You'll understand the reason why the little stars at night are all aglow He turns them on when night is here He turns them off when dawn is near The little man we loved of long ago He made the night a little brighter Wherever he Nostalgia, memories, the old lamplighter from a Brown family, the Browns from uh, from Atlanta. They also had a big hit, if any of you oldies remember it, uh, The Three Bells. There's a village hidden deep in the valley. That was the Browns. One of the first shows I did, one of the first, well, a long time ago, in the Abbey Tavern, I did a series called Christy Moore and Friends. And uh, I was a big admirer of Christy Moore, and he's so many great songs and so many great performances but one of the songs 
that I love from Christie was this one. When midnight comes and people homeward thread, seek now your blanket and your feather bed. Home comes the rover, his journey's over. Yield up the night time to old John Across the hill the sun has gone astray Tomorrow's cares are many dreams away The stars are flying your candle is dying Yield up the darkness to old John Both man and master in the night All things are equal when the day The prince and ploughman, the slave and the free man, all find their comfort in Norjan. All find their comfort in Norjan. Sleep it comes, the dreams come running clear. The hawks of morning cannot reach you here. Sleep is a river, flow on forever, and for your boat. And for your boatman, choose old John How beautiful is that, Christy Moore? And he tells those stories and the lyrics. It's so moving, he tells them so well. He is probably one of the greatest uh, entertainers, folk singers that we've ever had in this kind of moment. No wonder um, every time tours or puts on a show that he's sold out. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times, the magazine and website for people who don't act their age. Or maybe you have a loved one or a friend who you know would love to read more. You can buy a subscription and have the magazine delivered direct to their door. To subscribe to Senior Times, visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash senior times. Now, um, I played Seamus Heaney a few weeks ago and I and many, many people love Seamus Heaney. He's a really special man. And this is one of his poems that he's reading himself and it will break your heart. Midterm break. 
I sat all morning in the college sick bay, counting bells nailing classes to a close. At two o'clock, our neighbours drove me home. In the porch, I met my father crying. He had always taken funerals in his stride. And Big Jim Evans, saying it was a hard blow. The baby cooed and laughed and rocked the pram when I came in, and I was embarrassed by old men standing up to shake my hand and tell me they were sorry for my trouble. Whispers informed strangers I was the eldest, away at school, as my mother held my hand in hers and coughed out angry, tearless sighs. At ten o'clock the ambulance arrived with the corpse, stanched and bandaged by the nurses. Next morning I went up into the room. Snowdrops and candles soothed the bedside. I saw him for the first time in six weeks. Paler now, wearing a poppy bruise on his left temple, he lay in the four-foot box as in his cot. No gaudy scars. The bumper knocked him clear. A four-foot box. A foot for every year. This is the wonderful Kathleen Watkins. And Kathleen and Gay toured Ireland for a number of years with, as Gay called it, a one-man show with a woman. So it was Gay. It was a fantastic show. Gay was brilliant. And uh, Kathleen came on and she introduced and read a number of poems beautifully. This is one. It's uh, John O'Donoghue's Blessing. On the day when the weight deadens on your shoulders and you stumble, may the clay dance to balance you. And when your eyes freeze behind the grey window and the ghost of loss gets into you, may a flock of colours, indigo, red, green, and azure blue come to awaken in you a meadow of delight. When the canvas frays and the curragh of thought and a stain of ocean blackens beneath you, may there come across the waters a path of yellow moonlight to bring you safely home. May the nourishment of the earth be yours, May the clarity of light be yours. May the fluency of the ocean be yours. May the protection of the ancestors be yours. And so may a slow wind work these words of love around you, an invisible cloak to mind your life. The beautiful the lovely, the wonderful Kathleen Watkins. Um, she's one of our best friends and we love her and we love gay. And uh, they went around, as I said, they went around the uh, Ireland and they had such a great time and they filled halls everywhere. And I have a surprise for you somewhere down the line. I will produce for you a version of gay's one-man show with a woman. But that track was taken from um, RTE's um, The Irish Voice, and that was her reading uh, John O'Donoghue's The Blessing, and uh, nobody reads a poem as well as Kathleen Watkins. 
People have asked me to tell them a little bit about Riverdance, and I think you've probably heard it all before. But in uh, um, Reader's Digest or a pocket edition, Moy was asked in 1994 to uh, produce the Eurovision Song Contest. She suggested um, Michael Flatley and Jean Butler for the interval act to do an Irish dance routine. And the, the line guys in RT weren't sure that this was a good idea because... Uh, Irish dance at the time was ringlets and embroidered costumes. Anyhow, she persuaded Liam Miller. She wrote a document, and that's how Flatley and Butler ended up as the interval act. She cast them. Then she went to Bill Whelan, who was a friend of mine I'd worked with over the years, and uh, she asked him to compose River Dance, which he did. And uh, it went on to be an enormous hit in the, an audio hit, and then uh, the video went out to support a um, famine that was raging at the time in Ethiopia. The record went to number one in the UK and here, and then we had to decide, Moya, Bill and I, can we turn this uh, amazing seven minute into a show? The reaction had been so phenomenal in the point, there was no doubt uh, I was in the audience, I'd never seen anything like it. So we set about turning that seven minutes into two hours. And uh, then we auditioned uh, dancers from around the world and tried to find dancers that we could, uh, had a deep rooted tradition that would complement and uh, work alongside of us. So we had our wonderful Russians. We had in the beginning, we had a black gospel choir we had Spanish, so we had a, a multicultural cast right at the beginning. We opened in the point uh, one year later, and uh, it was a phenomenon. And promoters had come in from all over the world, and immediately we were being booked for London, for Hammersmith Theatre, 2000 Theatre Theatre, and we went there immediately after the point, and we sold out there. And somewhere along the line, without too much detail, um, we uh, had a contractual disagreement with Michael Flatley. He had made a number of demands that we felt that we couldn't satisfy. So right up to the 11th hour, the second time we were back in Hammersmith, uh, Michael was on TV saying, nobody can do this. I'm the only one who can dance this. They can't go ahead without me. And I think he believed that. And on the night, there were TV crews outside and this had built up into a story. So we were all very tense and uptight. But uh, we went on that night and Colin Dunn stood in and Colin was fantastic. And at the interval, Moya and our dear friend Joan were out. They couldn't even look at the show, but they saw people queuing at the box office and they went, oh my God, they're looking for their money back. But when the uh, eaves dropped, they were trying to book to go again. So from there, the next big, I suppose, was Radio City Music Hall, which was a phenomenal night with uh, the Kennedys and Liam Neeson and Gabriel Byrne and movie stars from uh, all over the United States. So it was a um, huge sellout in Radio City. And I think we're the only act that sold out Radio City a number of times. And fast forward to just recently and uh, we had revived the show to do a 25th anniversary version. Bill had re-recorded the entire score which was fantastic and I had uh, re 
imagined, relit, provided a whole lot of authentic and original screens, high-tech screens, that sort of IMAX size screens. The dancers were recostumed, re-choreographed, and uh, the show was on fire. The Three Arena was an incredible occasion. And we had the cast from 25 years ago come on at the end, and that, that was very moving. And from there, we went to uh, New York and Radio City Music Hall. The COVID was um, coming, but we weren't sure whether it was something that would pass or uh, something that would stop us. So we had eight shows in Radio City, which were sold out. We had a six-month tour, which was 80% sold out in the United States and we had a six-month tour which had just started in the UK which is also 80% sold out. So um, in Radio City I uh, went backstage to the promoter, a guy called Jim Glancy and I said, Jim, what do you think? Are we going to get through Radio City? And he said, no, John, I'm sorry, this is your last show. And uh, you take a deep breath. I called the company and said, guys, I, at the interval, just going to let you know so that you know that this is your last show rather than wait till it's over. So it was a very emotional show. And uh, we also had done a special show for 190 members of the UN. And that was a big success. And Ireland got its seat on the UN. And we made some small contribution to that, but after the show, all myself, the dancers and singers and musicians, we all gathered on the stage and took pictures and looked around, and nobody was talking. It was it was so sad and so upsetting that it was almost beyond conversation. So uh, everybody had to be gotten out of there as quickly as we could. Uh, I got a flight back the next day. And six of our dancers who came back to Ireland were diagnosed with COVID. And, um, but they're young and healthy and fit, and it passed. So now we're in lockdown. This is why I'm doing these. Well, one of the reasons I'm doing these podcasts, I've been so busy, I, I never thought I'd have the time to sit down for hours on end to put these together. But I'm really enjoying it. And... Uh, what does the future hold? We don't know. The earliest, I think, that uh, Riverdance will be back on stage will be spring of next year, March, something like that. And that's not certain at all. So we're certainly not on our own. The whole arts community, theatre, performers, Broadway, the West End, um, theatres in the West End are going to close permanently, they say. Some theatres in Broadway are going to close permanently so it's very sad uh, but one has to be a little philosophical so that's a short tour of the 25 years of Riverdance but I've loved every moment of it uh, I love working with young people I love working with just talented people and uh, I love making sure they're well treated they call themselves the Riverdance family and they're fabulous people and uh they keep me young. Riverdance.
applause, applause, applause. Well, we never tire of, of hearing that. The uh, unique sound of Riverdance re-recorded by Bill and an orchestra. It's out on a new album. And Moya uh, is producing with our partners in Canada, Cinesite, uh, a fantastic feature movie based on Riverdance with uh, a new score by Bill Whelan. So we're very excited. That's looking really, really good and is due to come out in the early part of next year. So really looking forward to that. Everything changed in 1956 when I looked into the radio and this came blasting out. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that heartbreak hotel where I'll be. I'll be just a lonely baby. Well, I'm so lonely. I'll be just so lonely. I could die. Although it's always crowded, you still can find some room for broken hearted lovers to cry there in the gloom. I'll be so, I'll be just so lonely, baby. I'll be just so lonely. I'll be so lonely, they could die. Keep flowing, the desk clerk's dressed in black. Well, they've been so long on the street, they'll never, they'll never look back and think it's so, think it's so lonely, baby. Well, they're so lonely, well, they're so lonely, and they could die. Well, if your baby leaves you, you got a tale to tell. Well, just take a walk down on the street to Heartbreak Hotel, where you will be. You're so lonely, baby. Well, you'll be lonely. You'll be so lonely. You could die. Here's one more little song we'd like to do for you. To do this song, we'd like to call on Mr. Freddie Martin and his very wonderful orchestra to back us up. Back us completely up. Night before last on the stage of this auditor of this place here, well, uh, RCA Victor awarded him a gold record for the million sale of Heartburn Motel that we did earlier out here. And uh, we're real proud of it because it's made so much money. It's done so well for itself. And here's another one that's coming right up behind it. We hope we'll hit the million mark. This song here is called uh, Get Out of the Stables, Grandma. You're too old to be horsing around. <laughs> now this song, friends, is called The Blue Suede Shoes. And it goes on. Do you know that song, Mr. Martin, Get Out of the Stables? You know that? You do? <laughs> Well, you know that one about uh, take back your golden garter, my leg is turning green. Did you ever hear that one? Well, let's do blue suede something. Blue suede something. Come in and do something to it, man. It's headed. 
Oh yeah, friends, I like to do my whole part of the show, and I hope they like something we do up here, even if it's wrong. Uh, to uh, two celebrities that we have in the house, we may have more, but these two fellas, I, 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 uh, yeah, I know we're here, and I'd like to do this this little song here for them. Mr. Uh, Ray Bolger, he's in the audience. Mr. Ray Bolger. And also for Mr. Phil Silvers, he's in the audience. For Roy Acuff, he's out here somewhere. My daddy. Well, it's one for the money, a two for the show, a three to get ready, now go, can't go, don't you? Step on my blues when you shoot Well, you can do anything, but they all for my blues. Me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place. I'll do anything that you want to do. Elvis with his own uh, particular line in patter. He was never great at patter and links. He tried to be funny and it kind of didn't work, but uh, he still, the excitement and the sound there and that live sound on uh, Blue Side Shoes was fantastic. Moving right along, uh, and then I suppose there were discos. I started running discos, playing discos when I was about 16, so I got two speakers, a little sure mic, 
like the one Elvis used to sing, the silver mic. So I thought it was really cool with that. And I hired them from a guy called Dermot Hurley at Cross Guns Bridge in Glasnevin. And anybody in the music business or show business will remember that place because all the bands hired all their gear. And that's where I, I couldn't afford to buy the gear, but I hired the gear from uh, Dermot Hurley, an interesting character. He had a, a very flamboyant Dickie Bow and one eye, but he knew all about sound and knew all about equipment. So I had it off. My sisters, Maura and Brady, uh, they, they worked the cloakrooms and we had a great time running those uh, discos. And we were in... Uh, we were, it was called the Blue Diamond Club. How grand is that? And we had little cards with an embossed diamond on. And we ran the discos in uh, Charleville, Green Lounge in Stevens Green, Clontarf, Belgrove, and uh, Unidair and Finglas. But one of the ones I really loved doing is when I joined RTE Television, I ran uh, the discos in the RTE Social Club. And then it had a building in uh, Eli Place, and uh, every Saturday night, uh, we did our we did our thing there. And one of the songs that really got the RD crowd up on the floor was this one. never failed to get them up on the dance floor, arms waving and feet stomping. Uh, great party sound. Beach Boys, of course, were fabulous. But this classic was always guaranteed to get the joint jumping. I remember when Christmas uh, we had bird feeders and uh, Danny now was about, I don't know, 18 months. And we had um, a robin that we were attached to used to come and hop around and uh, one morning, I think it was Stephen's day, 
we came out and for some reason the little Robin was dead and Danny was very upset so we, we, we got a ritual going we went down to the garden and we dug a hole and we got two pieces of wood and um, made a cross we had been talking about Santa's Robin and I had told Danny that I thought it was exhausted possibly from flying from the North Pole with Santa Claus he said yeah that's uh, Santa's Robin and I said how do you know it's Santa's Robin he said because you told me <laughs> And Robin, did you recognise the singer? Yes, it was. It was Michael Jackson, a young Michael Jackson, Rock and Robin. And now, when I was in RTE, this was a hit, and uh, it became my nickname. But I'm done now, and we're coming up to our last track, and it's a lady that I really admire and love her, and I just love this track. This is the wonderful Sharon Shannon with Blackbird.
Isn't that wonderful accordion playing? Sharon, Shannon, you're fantastic. Nice track. And it's a lady that I really admire and love her. And I just love this track. This is the wonderful Sharon Shannon with Blackbird. accordion playing Sharon Shannon you're fantastic uh, I really enjoyed that and that's brought us more or less to the end today I hope you have enjoyed it and if you had let us know so this is Dwayne Eddy with his hit from the 60s because they're young and for all you young folks out there and a male and female and over 50 and over 70 and under. I hope you enjoy the music and the stories. I'll be back next week. <laughs>